You are listening to B-Roll, a podcast that focuses on all things visuals. My name is Cyril Zuma and I'm a photographer and founder at Ice Dog Africa. I'll be sitting down with creatives to talk about their work, processes and what it takes to be at the top of your game. Hi, this is Harmonix and you're listening to B-Roll with my boy Cyril. Welcome to B-Roll, my name is Cyril Zuma. Today I've got an amazing photographer, a commercial photographer. He is part of the iStore Instameet family. He loves his grandmother and apparently he's crazy about coffee. Welcome, my brother. How are you doing? I'm great. Thanks yourself, my brother. Thanks for having me. Yeah, look, nice having you here. Um, I need to go back to the time of how we met. This is what I can recall. We were at Delicious Festival and I was shooting with a 24 to 70 lens and you thought I couldn't get close to this guy, so you gave me a 70 to 200. Uh, I must say thank you for that again. It was an amazing moment. I took some amazing pictures. Is that the first moment we met? Is that what you recall? I'd have to agree with you. That was the, the first time we met face to face. I think I've just known you through social media. Okay. Um, it was a, I don't know, I wasn't using my, my 70 to 200. No, you, know, you were not. I was, I was using also like a, a 24 to 70, but I just thought maybe you'd need a closer shot. I don't know. I was like, okay, do you want to use it? And I was like, okay, cool, here, yeah, you can use it. Well, guys, that's exactly <laughs> how we met, and this is a wonderful guy, an amazing guy. In 2017, you won the iStore portrait competition. At that time, I remember I used to attend these iStore competitions. Tell me just a little bit about that whole process of you starting out in 2017 and you winning that competition. How did that come about? Well, to be honest, I've been shooting for longer than that. Okay. Uh, I started shooting on my iPhone 4. So I've been shooting on iPhone for a very long time, you know, and when that competition came up, Andy Lebala put me put it to me he was like yo listen there's this competition why don't you enter uh, he's here he had entered like i don't know several images as well so he was like no you should also give it a shot you know so that's what i did you know i entered and i actually just forgot about the competition and then <laughs> when they announced it they were like yo you've won and i was like what do you mean i've won you know yeah and that's how it happened how did the competition start anyway? Does it still run? That's the first question. Um, they haven't run competitions much since then. Um, the page has been pretty quiet in terms of competitions. But I don't know. I, I think I'll have to speak to the guys and find out how they're going to revive the page because the page really set up a lot of photographers, me, me included, you know, because, I mean, from iPhone, I, I moved on to, to uh, a semi-professional camera and then to what I'm doing now. So to actually now, I'm glad you brought that up. What has the process been like becoming a full-time photographer? Um, how it happened for me is I was frustrated with my nine-to-five. Um, I just felt like I'd reached a, a dead end. And I just... I don't know, I just quit my job with no plan. <laughs> <laughs> I, had a, I had a camera at home and I was like, you know what, I really can't take pictures. And I, already I was doing like odd jobs, you know, from time to time. But then from there I was like, you know what, let me just try my luck. I didn't have clients. Yeah. I just jumped into it and 
yeah, this is where I am now. What equipment were you using at that time? I think this is important because a lot of us are trying to get the latest equipment, but not understanding that sometimes you need to start where you are. So what equipment um, were you using? I had gotten, because when I won the, when I won the, 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 the iPhone competition, I used my prize and I traded it in for a camera, for a professional camera. Yeah. The, the 5D Mark II, which I still use today. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got it. Uh, the, the, the camera is secondhand. Funny enough, it belonged to Lebu Lukom. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to you, Lebu. <laughs> it belonged to Lebu Lukom. And I still use it to this day, you know. It's only now where I'm trying to upgrade my gear. But at the time, I had uh, the 5D Mark II and a 50 more. And I was saving up to buy the 24 to 105. Oh, wow. Which is another versatile lens. Yes, of course. You know, um, I didn't have a flash. <laughs> <laughs> so night photography, I had to rent out a flash. Okay. Um, and yeah, that's that, that's what I started on. A 5D Mark II with a 50 mm. Okay. <laughs> 50 mil, 1.8? Uh, 1.4. Is that, so everything was Nick, uh, Canon, right? Canon. Okay, cool, perfect. Yeah. But my first camera is a Nikon, a Nikon D200. That's a whole different conversation because we, <laughs> a lot of us started using Canon and we never go back to Nikon. Yeah. I've touched a Nikon, it's very complicated. I started on Nikon. Are they similar? Listen, a camera is a camera. Hey. Okay. You just need to, um, I don't know, give it time and then you learn it. You know, with time you'll get better on that, on that camera. Okay, so the next question I have for you, your grandmother. Yeah. You, you show a lot of love for her. You show her on all your social media platforms, your websites. That's my sweetheart, man. That's your sweetheart. <laughs> tell, tell me about the relationship between you two. Um, I've, I've always been close to my grandmother from a, from a very young age. I, I think since I was born, I was really close to my grandmother. Um, we got closer after my mom's passing about 11 years ago just got closer and she's been more of my mother since then you know she kind of took over the uh, the role of being a mother towards me so I have to show her love you know like I really appreciate her in her life I know what it's like to not have a, uh, a mother yeah but having her fills that void so everything that I do it's attributed to her you know I have to thank her for it you know I can relate on so many levels in fact, same thing. I lost my mother at a young age, and my grandmother has been that figure and that role in my life as a mother. What role does she play in your photography? Because I see that you're starting to tell, not even starting, I'm seeing a lot of stories that you're telling uh, through your photography with her or just of her. Tell me that role that she plays in, in what you do right now. Funny enough, she, she hated the photography thing when I started out. You know, especially when when I told her I'm quitting my job when I do photography full time, she was she was livid. She was like, "What are you doing? Are you crazy?" You know. <laughs> but I think now she's understanding it, and she sees my health improving as well. Because when I was doing nine to five, I was always sick. Uh, I was always sick, and now I'm I'm better. Like I, I've hardly been to the doctor since I started. You know, and she she sees the passion. Uh, in my eyes, um, there's a project that I'm actually busy with her um, currently, where I'm trying to document her her life wow. and just 
show her that I'm, I'm, I'm thankful for, for what she's done, you know. Yeah. Uh, so far, I've delivered four images of her. So I'm, I'm working on a mini exhibition at home, okay. at her place. Oh, wow. Uh, so yeah, like I've delivered four images so far. She, the first time I showed her, she was like, wow. You know, she, she couldn't believe it. Are we getting an invite <laughs> to this um, exhibition? Yeah, definitely, definitely. It's going to be a, a, a very intimate one. Okay. You know, but yeah, you, you'll show, uh, you'll score an invite. <laughs> <laughs> you'll score an invite, you well, know. Thank you for that. Yeah. Um, collaboration. How important is it for you and what you do, just not just you know for, with clients, but with people that you meet on a daily basis. I think I think it's it's, it's very important. But um, before you collaborate, you need to know where you're standing. Okay. You know, you need to know yourself as a as a as a photographer or as a model. You know, you need to know also what you're going to be offering on, on, on the table, you know. I mean, we could collaborate, but you find that the, the images that we're going to be shooting are more beneficial for you and not for me. Okay. So we need to meet each other like, like halfway, you know, as, as, as creators and say, listen, I'm going to collaborate with a, with a graphic artist, another photographer, videographer, and a model, and we're all going to shoot content. But we all need to have use for that content. Yeah. I think that's the yeah. most important thing with collaboration. Okay. So, yeah, but I don't mind collaboration. Okay. Let's so do it. He's, <laughs> he's open for collaborations. Yeah. This is a collaboration on its own. So, you collaborated with Previda. You did a travel cover issue with uh, Bloom Bombo and Lona Masego in Sevilla, Spain. Talk to me about that collaboration because... In our reading on your website, you basically, that was your first trip overseas. Can you just talk me through that, how it first happened? And just, you know, the whole process, you traveling to Spain on your first international trip, and this huge publication is actually asking you to cover uh, these huge stars. Honestly, when I got the, the first call, I thought it was, like, I didn't think it was for me, you know? <laughs> I thought these guys are pulling my leg, you know? But yeah. I was like, okay, whatever, I gave them my details. And leading up to the trip, I was like, oh, snap, this is actually happening. Yeah. Happening, happening. <laughs> you know, I need to pack. Because yeah. <laughs> they just sent me through my tickets and everything. And I was like, okay, cool, let, let me get ready. Yeah. You know, packed. And we left and we went, you know. It was a long trip. It was a lot. How many days was it? Uh, we were there for about seven days. It was a week-long trip. Um, and we started shooting from literally day one to, to, the, to the end, you know. We're shooting literally every day. Uh, the days there are, are much longer. I mean, the sun sets at like 10, PM. 10 in the evening. Oh, wow, okay. <laughs> so you can only imagine, like, we'd leave the, 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 the hotel at like 8, 9 in the morning and only come back at like 11. Shucks. So that's how the, long the days were. How, what do you think sparked that collaboration? Um, that one moment you think sparked that because this is the, you know this is a huge achievement uh, for any photographer. I don't know exactly, but maybe it's how I've worked with um, with people in the past, you know, because yeah, I've worked with people in the past and perhaps my work that they've seen on on Instagram because before then I didn't have a website. I was only working, leading up to. to 
to building a website, you yeah. know. So I think Instagram played a, a big role in that mm-hmm. because I was shooting a lot of lifestyle and a lot of um, uh, images for brands as well. So I think maybe that's, that's what helped me. Okay. So next question. I'm glad you mentioned Instagram. Instagram or Twitter? Before the same, before the last quarter of 2019, yeah. I'd say Instagram. Mm-hmm. But strange enough, my growth on Twitter has been greater in the last quarter okay. uh, compared to to Instagram. What do you think sparked that? Also, I mean, Twitter. You know, Twitter is a, a very much a, a conversational app, and Instagram it, is it, more your portfolio. It is. Um, but I think people also want to see your work on Twitter as well. Okay. So one works with the other. So you also need to find what's your strongest platform as well. Yeah. Because last quarter of last year, it threw me off completely because I would always say Instagram, Instagram. But then I also started using Twitter more. Yeah. Um, posting my images more. And I started seeing a growth in, in followers, in mentions, in impressions all those we started reaching all those things yeah which started reaching a different uh, market I didn't tap into already you know so I don't know it was I don't know (laughs) it's hard but like also I'd have to say that having your own platform is equally as important yeah you know because what happens if Twitter's down what happens if Instagram is down if those two decide to fall under or fall under yeah what's going to sustain you as a creator as a creative, do you have your own platform? How important is your own platform, actually? Because, you know, we, 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 I saw this discussion on Twitter yesterday regarding how important is having your own website that you can control. I think, I think it comes first, because with your own website, you can show more of a story with your images okay. versus on Instagram. Yeah. On Instagram, you, you, you're creating a tile or you're creating... Uh, you're posting at different times as well. Yeah. So it kind of loses that uh, efficacy, if I can put it like that, you know, like you, you still want your people to be able to see what you can create in a photo shoot. Yeah. So if you have your images up on your website, you can put four of your strongest images and those four images will be able to tell a better story than on Instagram or on, on Twitter. Okay. So by the way, he has done three masterclasses with uh, Insta Meets. Um, can you just tell me about that? Because you did three masterclasses on iPhonography in collaboration with, iSto- with the iStore South Africa. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about that because now you've touched on the website, you've touched on um, Twitter and Instagram. Now just tell me about that Insta Meets. So how that started was... A year, actually longer than a year now. Uh, actually, yeah, it's been almost a year now. A year ago, I posted on my stories and I said, yeah, I want to do a masterclass. Yeah. And how many people would be interested? And I think it was over 90% people were like, yeah, let's do it, Leah, yeah, let's do it. And I kind of parked it and I took that to, to the iStore. Well, and I started speaking to the guys and I said, guys, let's, let's do this. I've been shooting on iPhone since Yonkers, you know, let's collaborate and yeah. let's try to put something together and they were like no wait 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 <laughs> wait 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 <laughs> for almost I don't know a couple of months you know close to a year I had to wait yeah you know but 
these things take time. Of course. You know, so they then hit me up and said, yo, let's chat now. Yeah. And then we had a conversation about it and they said, yeah, let's, let's do this thing. You know, so they, I was the first uh, iPhoneographer to kick off these sessions. And then thereafter, they opened it to other ones as well. Can you expect more classes this year, master classes from you? I'd like to do more. I'd like to do, to do more. Uh, towards the end of last year, a lot of people have been inquiring about it. Okay. So I'd really like to do more. Okay. Yeah. How do you mention that? You know, you had to wait a year um, from I to hear from iStore. How do you deal with quiet times as a creative, as a photographer? You. You create a relationship with the people that goes more than just work. Okay. So the PR team, I know the PR team now, like I can go out for coffee with them and just have a, a conversation with the guys. But I think relationships are so important because we, we tend to emphasize a lot more on the actual work. Yeah. That we forget that we're dealing with people. Okay. So I think creates a relationship also with the person, you know, so that you're able to just hit them up to, 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 to stay relevant yeah. in their mind yeah. as well. So you also have to stay relevant in their mind throughout that year yeah. somehow. Because the quiet times do come. Exactly, yeah. you know, so you have to check up on them, maybe just go in there and be like, yo, I was in the area, I just thought I'd come say hi. You know, things like that, like, it, it shows that you don't see, you, you see them more than just a business opportunity. Okay. You're seeing a human yeah. and then the business. Wow. You've mentioned one tip now. So <laughs> I need three tips. Can you give us three tips for new and aspiring photographers slash videographers? Start with what you have, number one. Okay. Uh, number two, I don't know. Um, just keep shooting, whether it's video or it's stills, just shoot. Okay. You know, that's, and then number three, um, I don't know what number three is, but those two I think are very important. Well, I think. Before, before you even hit up anyone, just use what you, what you have. Okay. I mean, I'll say this, uh, I, was in, I was in Cape Town, December, and sure, I had a GoPro, I had a drone, I had my camera there as well. And, but what I did was I had to step back and say, I'm going to shoot content. What am I going to use? Yeah. But I also want to travel light. So at some points I'll be using my phone a lot. I was using my phone a lot mm -hmm. and I was using, I hardly used my, my GoPro actually. I used it once. Uh, I used the drone once. Uh, but a lot of the time I was using my cell phone and my film camera. It shows you, use what you have around you. So I just use what I had. I didn't want to carry a lot of things. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, going forward now, I want to, I wanna, if I'm traveling, I want to travel light. So I need to relook at my gear and be like, okay, what do I need? What don't I need? Yeah. So the less that I have, the better I feel my, my content will come out. Because now you're actually pushing yourself to the limit. And yeah, you just have to push through the limitations that you have. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's very interesting. Now, we mentioned the quiet times. Talk to me about the name Harmonix and 
the role music plays in your life because you you know you've been sending me some mixes <laughs> and uh, I'm trying to find I'm trying to find the link between the two names the name and the music rather Harmonics is actually my DJ name <laughs> Tell it's us actually, it's, a, it's it's a, it's a, it's my DJ name I've been DJing for years now um it just stuck it just stuck with me the name just stuck with me and even when I, when I stopped DJing for for a while when I was in corporate, people were still calling me harmonics. People don't know my real name. They call me <laughs> harmonics. And I tried to enforce my name on them. And it's like, no, no, we're not hearing it. Harmonics is, is what it is. Yeah. So when I ventured into photography, I was like, you know what? Let me not rebrand. Harmonics is already st strong enough as it is. Yeah. Let me, let me try and make it stronger now. Yeah. So I just continued with the name. Harmonics and yeah. It's, what it's, what is your real name for those who want to know? My name is Tsekhofato. <laughs> What's your surname, Jay? Masaji. Masaji. Yeah. Tsekhofato Masaji. So can we should we call you Harmonics or Tsekhofato? It's it's entirely up to you. I, I I've I've given up in in trying to correct people. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you walk into a boardroom and you're like, hi, I'm Tsekho. And they're like, mm, are you sure you're here for me? And I'm like, harmonics. And I'm like, oh, yeah, why didn't you just say so? <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. What's next for you for the rest of 2020? Sure. I have no idea, hey. Um, but I'd like to be more intentional with with what I want to shoot. I want to wrap up my project with my grandmother. That's definitely number one. Um, there's another project that I'm working on, but I can't re reveal too much on it, but it's also like a, a, a private one. Okay. Um, so I'd like to shoot more of that. Um, so like, I learned that your private shoots are still as important as your client shoots. And I hadn't been doing that. Yeah. So I want to do more of my own shoots as well in 2020. Is that because you'd like to own the content that you're putting out there? Look, you know, we, we a lot of photographers are aware that the minute you post your stuff on social media, the terms and conditions on the other side tell you that they basically own the work also. That's true. But in the same light, I feel like I'm an, I'm an artist first before I'm a... I'm a, I'm a content creator, like how they put it <laughs> nowadays. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I want to put out um, more intentional work that, that reflects me, Tsekhofato, versus harmonics. Sitting down with you has been so amazing. Thank you for the you know, information you've shared with us, the story with your grandmother, the projects that you are coming up, and just the processes that you take in, in, in executing your work. So thank you for coming, my brother. Ah, man, thank you so much for having me, man. It's, it's been, um, I don't know, it's, 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 this is one of the dopest interviews I've, I've done. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I've been on radio myself, but like this, this has been quite, quite, quite interesting. Appreciate that. Um, where can we find you? Social media, website? Uh, Twitter, Instagram, Harmonics ENT, one word, Harmonics ENT. And my website is harmonics.co.za. And if you want to drop me an email, it's info at harmonics.co.za.